what do we do when we feel like we've gotten off track? Like we're not our best self right now. We can feel ourselves spiraling or we just don't feel emotionally well or maybe even physically or psychologically well. What can we do to get ourselves back on track? Like what are the next steps I should be doing right now? And so alhamdulillah, we're going to cover this day in the podcast. Let's go. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Musma Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Musma, coming to you twice a week, Mondays and Fridays. Now, before I even start the podcast, I do want to apologize. Never, never do I just omit one of the days where I put up a podcast, but in the last week I did. Um, I got very ill. Um, I'm usually not sick. I probably get sick maybe once a year at the change of the season, which is exactly what this was, the change of the season. So I do apologize. It always happens usually if I'm lacking sleep and um, all the the, the crazy weather. So um, I could not record the podcast because my voice was horrible. You would not have wanted to hear my voice. So it is still not 100%. It's probably 70%, but I don't want to leave you guys too long. So here I am. So alhamdulillah, as you guys know, our podcast is here for Muslim modern women who are trying to stay true to who they are and their identity of the Quran and Sunnah, but in practicality. And somebody asked me the other day, what is this podcast mostly? Like, what are we? And I would say a bridge a bridge between you watching that YouTube video and getting inspired by whatever sheikh you're watching and actually implementing it in your life. Reading the Quran and going, ah, that ayah is amazing. I wish I could be that person and actually doing that in your life. So we're going to move you into one of those types of things today by giving you easy steps. And that's what we always do here. So today we're going to dive into exactly how to get yourself back on track if you feel like you've gotten off. And FYI, Everybody at some point is going to get off track and need to come back on. Um, there's no point where you, you become such an amazing Muslim where it's it's something you don't need help with. And so alhamdulillah, this is what I do. These are the literal steps I take every single time. So I'm going to give you very general steps today so they can fit into you no matter what your life situation is. And obviously, they'll be more specific for individual people. All right. Right before I start, I want to give you a heads up on what's going on in Mindful Muslim as we do tons of stuff. Um, We usually have a book club in the summer, but we will not have one this year. I'll be traveling to what looks like, Allahu alam, we're finalizing, um, Egypt and London. So yeah, shout out to people from those countries. And if you have any amazing places I need to go or food I need to eat, please DM me on Instagram. I need your suggestions. Um, I've been to Egypt before. I have never been to London, but still there are more things to explore, I'm sure, in both. So please send me. I always love that. Somebody the other day sent me a cafe right in my home area of New York, and I literally went to it take pictures of myself there and put them up on Instagram. So thank you so much to the sisters that always give me beautiful suggestions. Lastly, we have an awesome challenge that is coming up. Um, A lot of people are struggling with their marriage. And I know that's a really touchy subject. Had a lot more calls than usual of women, just their marriage is either failing or worse. It just they just got divorced or in the middle of separation, their husbands don't want to be with them anymore. They don't understand what happened, where the disconnect. And so much of the work that I'm doing in consultations is me going deep with the women on what they were doing, what he was doing and finding out where the disconnect was. And subhanAllah, so often what I find is it could have been prevented. So if you're somebody who doesn't feel like a lot of love and connection with your husband right now and you're married, 
this is definitely going to be for you. We're even going to go into intimacy stuff. Um, we have a lot in the Quran and Sunnah on intimacy, and a lot of people don't know that. So we're going to be um, covering that even deeper. I do have an entire like um, program, the marriage boost, where I go even deeper and stuff like that. But at least for the challenge, we're going to dive into some really strong stuff. So look forward to that. It's coming out August 1st. Um, I'll put it up in here or on Instagram as soon as we open the registration. But look forward to that three-day challenge. We always have a three-day challenge. And then we always reopen one of our courses for just like a week. We only do it once a year. So our Marriage Boost one will open I don't know, sometime mid-August. But this challenge should be really fun because we're going to go deep on how to make your husband your best friend and um, how to increase intimacy, understanding why your marriage might be falling apart, like just getting really deep. So excited for that. All right, let's dive right in to how to get yourself back on track. So number one, step number one that I would like to suggest to women is identify how you got here or your triggers. It could be one or the other. Like you could be getting triggered right now emotionally. Like for example, uh, me a couple months ago, I got triggered on my home. You know, because I guess um, now I, I work from home. My kids, I homeschool them from home. Everything's from home. So I want you to imagine my kids are never at the house. So my kids are always like, you know, running around and, you know, doing what kids do. Um, but at some point, I think because I hadn't been able to because we had traveled, gotten a chance to clear out and organize things the way I normally do. I noticed it triggered me and I felt really off track. I felt really like, oh, I feel overwhelmed right now. And this like, so my point is like, you have to really number one, be aware and notice what is happening. What is causing that emotion? I think a lot of times people like are watching all these productivity videos on YouTube, how to organize, how to clean, and people are like, oh, I would love to have that in my home. But then they like shut off the video after someone just cleaned their home and look at their house and be like, nah, that's not, I can't, can't do that right now. And so a lot of times we don't realize that there's a lot of emotions attached to our organization, our productivity, our motivation, all that good stuff. So getting in tune with that really quick. So for example, for me, it meant sitting down and just asking myself, why do I feel like this? Um, one sister the other day, I was talking to her on a phone consultation. She was saying, we're getting into why she felt like that. And the sister was like, well, um, you know, I recently had a death in the family and I guess I didn't realize how much it's affecting me and it's putting me off. And, um, or somebody recently, like I said, had a separation from her husband and she's trying to be, you know, productive at work and everything, but she's distracted. And then there was another sister who was just literally, um, not feeling happy with where she was in her career. And she was starting to get like depressed and unmotivated and therefore her house started falling apart. So like this is, you know, her apartment or wherever she lived. And so the point is um, identifying kind of where that mood of not wanting to fix or do. And the reason I tell you this is because the Muslims, the Muslims natural fitra, our natural like innate way of being is positive and productive because we want to strive to, um, you know, be pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May all of us be pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen, ya rabbil alameen. And anytime I say these du'as, guys, please make du'a for yourself. Say ameen. And subhanAllah, you know, it's our natural desire. Just like, like the angels, they naturally want to serve Allah. Like we naturally, as, as beings, just want to do that. So when we're put off track, getting in touch with that is number one. So number one is identifying the triggers. And that could be simple as sitting with yourself and saying, why do I feel like this? What am I feeling right now? Is it overwhelm? Is it sadness? What is it? All right. So that's the first one. Um, the second way to do that is connected to the, excuse me, that way to, another way to do that is connected to the second tip I have for you, which is 
get back on routine. A lot of times when we find ourselves a mess, we have gotten off healthy routines nine out of 10 times. Like it's big. So when we start to feel yucky, we start to like maybe not read Quran in the morning. Maybe we're not doing our morning adhkar. Maybe you are. Maybe you are doing those things and you still feel off. I'll get to that too. But the point is a lot of times if we're really honest and we look back at the times we were the most productive, the most positive, the most whatever, which is why I love journaling because you could actually go back and find yourself in those moments. Um, it's because we're not keeping track of what we're thinking. We're not keeping track of what we're feeling in those morning routines. We're not connected with the law. We're not connected with ourselves. We've gotten dis connected. So putting ourselves back into some type of a routine that will reconnect ourselves with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, reconnect ourselves with ourselves. So the way I do that, for example, is I have certain time in the morning where I always will read Quran or reflect on Quran or say dua or like whatever it is, you know, the different athkar. And I do that. When I find um, I get so busy, I get so tired, something happens, I get off track, I feel that go away, I instantly start to feel the spiral come on because I'm disconnecting with my creator and or maybe even if your prayers are not on time, like even just getting those on time for Fajr, um, you could just feel off. Did you ever have that when you were just like so tired a particular week and your Fajr was like, you do not hear the alarm. You do not like those things are naturally going to happen to Muslims and Muslims need to just pull themselves back on track. The one who is the good believer is the one who will pull themselves faster and faster each time. We'll stay conscious of it. We'll make tawbah, you know, astaghfar, sorry Allah, get back on track. And that's really all Allah wants from us. He's not like wagging, you know, like, oh, you know, look at you. He really just loves us and just wants us to come talk to him and get back on track. He wants the best for us. Alhamdulillah. So the second thing I do is I make sure my routine is established. Um, And with routine, I will say, health. Like I notice when I start to feel icky, I start to reach for icky foods. Is that you? Right? You're like, whoa, ice cream. Oh, chocolate. Oh, chips, salty chips, like whatever it is that is like your jam, like you start to go into that. But the thing that happens is when you're doing that, it makes your body feel icky because health and, you know, in terms of taking care of yourself, self-care is very much related to what we put in our body as fuel. And so if you're fueling your body with junk food, you're going to naturally feel junky, right? It's just like, it's really that simple. And then when we physically don't feel good, we mentally obviously start to not feel good. Then our choices are worse and our productivity is less. Are you getting where I'm going with this? Like, it's really that simple. A lot of us are just not going back and asking ourselves. So this is, this is why this podcast is here, right? So you could do it. So let's do it right now. Are my food choices healthy choices right now? Um, If they're not, do I feel like that could be affecting the way I'm feeling physically? Maybe I'm feeling sluggish. I'm feeling slow. I'm feeling out of shape. Is that you right now? Okay. If it is, then, you know, then this is something we need to be doing. So like the person I was saying before, like maybe you're making the morning car, maybe you're like, maybe you're doing all that stuff, but you still feel whatever. Like I said, maybe you're not putting your finger on something that's triggering you. It could be a relationship. It could be a life event. Number one, number two, It could be your health. It could be the way you're eating or you are exercising or not exercising, right? I just did a deep dive inside of Thrive Muslim the other day. Shout out to the Thrive Muslim women where I was showing them how we have like all these, um, we have tons of PDFs. I think like a hundred plus PDFs inside of the global sisterhood that we have. We give like resources additional to them. And then I have like access to some of my courses. Absolutely. Um, The instructions and everything for free for the women in there. And so we were going through some things and I was showing them some of like the workout um, plannings I use or the way I schedule my meal plans and my food to make sure I eat well with minimal 
effort. Like everything in my life is like, how could I do this as easy as possible? So by the way, I think we have like a whole bunch of, um, what do I want to say? Um, like cookbooks inside of there as well. We have like a fall cookbook, a summer one. We have a summer one that's been going up on Instagram. Try to catch it awesome refreshers. I think I'm going to make some of them on my Instagram stories. I'm just starting the day having a little treat for you, whether it's like staying hydrated. So I'm the kind of person like I know I should drink more water, but I just love to drink coffee if I could be totally honest. I'm like, yeah, but I really just kind of want to drink coffee. So um, yeah, for me, what's really, really hard sometimes is just getting more hydrated. So what I do in the summer to kind of force myself, even though I think it's a little bit easier in the summer because you're naturally hot, um, I make refreshers. So I'll have like, I'll make like, what do you call that? Macerated berries. Like when you take berries, but just a tad of sugar and you like mash them up and you throw them into some sparkling water with some mint and like a squeeze of lemon or something like that. Or I have, I just, just so many beautiful recipes inside of the, the summer cookbook. It's totally free. It's not like anything. You can just download it. It's in my resources section www.mindful-muslim.com but just like little things like this when you wake up in the morning make sure you get some hydration make sure you've connected with Allah do your little five minute journaling I have a downloadable a free downloadable if you wake up and you feel like absolute garbage this pdf is for you I'm sorry like I just have to be honest that's what's happening to us right and so you start it out it lets you vent it lets you pivot to the positive it lets you envision your day better and move on like it's just within five minutes you can whip your negative emotion into a positive one so if you need that that's up there for free on the website so like here's the thing number one is to see what's triggering you number two is to get yourself back on track by just first having the morning and making sure it really works. I have a morning routine video for YouTube. If I can, I'll link it below. But if you just like literally like Google mindfulness on my YouTube, it's usually one of the first things that will come up for my channel and the main things. But like you could just do mindfulness in my morning routine YouTube. Yeah, I have show you mine in my house. And you know, you don't, and I explain how to have the perfect morning routine, but not by you copying me because that's, that's not effective. It's about you finding what works for you. So all throughout the video, it has a bit of a different tone than, Hey guys, here's my, what I do every day. It's like, no, it's more like, here's how to have a good morning routine, no matter who you are and what your life is like. Cause it's all about us doing what works for us, not just copying random people off the internet that, you know, have different life makeups than us, right? They have more kids, less kids, different husband situations or no husband, their student or they're married. Like, I mean, like our lives are so diverse. Like we can't just copy paste someone else's routine. So I show you in there how to do mine. So that is tip number two. Tip number three is check in with yourself. I do it daily, but even if you do it weekly, like don't let the time carry on. Things can get bad really fast. Like I remember I was positive one day. I don't know what it was, maybe like a year or two ago. I remember this one particular day I was like so positive. And then I don't know why. It just felt like garbage. I think that like the next day or the next day, I think it just got super cloudy. Sometimes the weather can do it, guys. That's why they say people who live in cities that have more rain and clouds, like Chicago, like London, like you know, like different places, parts of the world where it's more you know, like dark or windy or rainy or like something more like less, you know, more depressing. Obviously there's a, so many studies that, that like the sun shining outside versus a cloudy day 
instantly affects our emotions. There's so many studies on that and even high rates of suicide in people who live in places where it's prolonged. So what you have to do is create these positive spaces for yourself if you are living in places like that where you can stay positive and having the routines help. But number three is really about checking in with yourself. One day you could feel great, the next day you could not feel great. You can swing highs and lows. And we know that's how life is depending on you know what's happening. But the truth is, if you're really grounded with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in yourself, it is so much easier to not be affected by life's changes. I know for myself when I, I can just think to myself even 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when I was not as grounded as I am now, like my emotions were like, oh my gosh, somebody talked to me poorly. And I was just like a mess or like, you know, I had something bad happen that was unexpected. I was a mess. Like that doesn't happen to me anymore because I have these set ways of pausing. What's happening to you today? How are you feeling? I talk to myself right in the morning. And then um, I, I talk to Allah. I ask Allah to help me through my emotions. Ya Allah, help me. Help me to set right my affairs. Ya Allah, help me to be positive today. Ya Allah, let the Quran be the, you know, the springboard of my heart. Let me be close to you. Help me to fix my errors. I'm just constantly conversing with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even more than I ever have. And then on top of that, I am creating these regular routines where I systematically, and see guys, that's the truth, but really is the difference between a successful quote unquote person and not. It's usually not like these little things, it's usually they have systems in place. Like in my life, there are systems for everything. There's the way I clean. There's the way I cook. There's the way I do this. There's the way I plan. There's the way I work. Like, there's the way I raise my kids. Like everything has a system. And a lot of what we do inside of our school is we teach systems. So for example, for women that struggle with their emotions, right? And they take the, um, the emotions course that we have, it is a system on how to get yourself back on track. If you get triggered by anxiety, there is like a one, two, three step. And if you just memorize it and you do it over and over and over, you could pull yourself back. Um, like the Muslim marriage lab course, there's a system to finding a guy the right way. Step one, two, three, like you just have to get the systems in place. A lot of people don't have systems in their life and they're just floating and figuring it out as they go. And like that doesn't work. I can tell you because I get all the phone calls of the women that struggle like that. So tip number three is after you've put these systems in place, like the morning routine and all that stuff you got going on to get yourself back on track, check in. Don't just be like, cool, check put a system in place because you know as well as I do doesn't mean we follow it. So getting yourself back on. So at the end of the day, as you'll see in my evening routine, I have an evening routine um, video up on YouTube. You'll see at the end of the day, I go back to my planner and I check how did the day go? Did I get all that stuff checked off? Not. What do I need to carry on to the next day? What is not urgent? You know, and I, I have a way of doing that back and forth. So that's number three. And the last tip is don't do it alone. A lot of people really just sit there and they struggle and they suffer silently. So what I want to say is I feel really bad because I feel like a lot of people don't feel like they have the support they need. Our families can be challenging. Sometimes we want to feel like, oh, at least I have my family. Some people are Muslim and they have Muslim family and they still don't feel like it's a very positive environment. Some people are reverts and then they're in a house full of, you know, non-Muslims and then they feel like, gosh, this, this environment isn't really working for me being my best Islamic self. I, I totally get it. I have lived in those environments as well. But here's the thing. We're not going to focus on what we can't change. We're going to focus on what we can change. We can focus on us, getting ourselves to our best self. Don't expect everybody to support you on every positive change you make. This is another big, this is like a bonus tip I want to give you guys today. I had a call with a sister the other day and she was just doing some amazing changes in her life. She was struggling previously in her marriage. 
And again, so I want to talk about stuff in the marriage challenge that's coming up. She was struggling, but she decided that she was no longer going to allow her husband to take advantage of her in certain ways. Honestly, just to be frank, he was quite manipulative and she decided she was going to start to put her foot down. Well, he didn't like it at all. Right? So there he is saying, oh, you're so selfish. Look at you trying to make things hard for everyone. And again, manipulating her like this. So, you know, but that change was really working for her. The fact that she was speaking up, she's like, I feel better now. And then her family, because her family was old fashioned, right? They're like, oh, don't make trouble with your husband. Just smooth everything over. Pretend like it never happened. And she's like, that is what got me into the mess I'm in now. I need to stay conscious. I need to communicate. And, and, you know, FYI, inside the challenge, we're going to talk about communicating. So he'll listen. How do you talk? So he will actually listen to you. There's a way. And a lot of us aren't using it. We're just like, he won't listen. He doesn't listen to me. He doesn't support me. He doesn't get no, 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 no. Maybe we're using the wrong words, the wrong approach. We'll talk about this stuff. Anyway, so she has her new way. She feels really good. But the point is her family wasn't supporting her and he surely didn't like her, her new change because it wasn't a positive for him. But alhamdulillah, it doesn't matter. If we know we're doing things Islamically sound and correct, it's important that we follow through because we know it's best for us. And obviously we're taking istikhara, we're conversing with Allah, we're checking on these decisions before we're making them, all of these as per usual. But the last tip for you guys today was really that. Don't do it alone. If you need support, you can reach out to me. You know, you can DM me. I have free 15-minute consultations. If you want group support, all the Thrive Women are in there sharing all the time. And sorry, guys, my daughter, she got hurt it for a second. So I'm going to make sure she was okay. That's real life. Hashtag mom life podcast. It is what it is. I don't pretend it doesn't happen. So anyway, so the last thing I was telling you is that you really just have to do it support. You can DM me anytime. There are sisters in Thrive just waiting to do it with you. And the, the model that we have inside of even Thrive is just Abu Bakr radiallahu and, um, and Umar radiallahu, like the best friends of the Prophet, peace be upon him. They race to Jannah. We have challenges. We support each other. We hug. We cry. Like we do it all and we're here together. So don't do it alone. That's my last tip to you. Um, getting stuck inside your head where the negative emotions are looming and the thoughts are looming. Um, it's a dangerous place. And sometimes you need another voice to pull you out of it or you just stay stuck. All right. So I hope those tips were really helpful. Um, tip number one is just like totally be aware, awareness, identify, ask yourself, what, how am I feeling today? What's going on? And number two was making sure that you have a routine in place, going back to your routine, whether it's health or connection with the law or feelings and stuff, just rewind the podcast, go back to that section where I talk about it. Number three, keep track, keep track of what you're doing. Do check-ins with yourself. Just because we set up something doesn't mean it's going to work. And then number four, don't do it alone because you're much less likely to succeed. This is just why we, as an ummah, we have an ummah. We have a support. We're meant to have community. We're not meant to do it alone. It was never the way it was meant to be. It's not the way we were created. We're created for connection. And that's what we try to create here on the podcast. I hope you love it. And inshallah, I look forward to seeing you guys have an awesome weekend. And don't forget, if you're from Egypt or London, definitely DM me any great spots that we can visit, whether it's food or just hot spots. I mean, I know there's the big stuff, like the famous stuff, like the pyramids or Big Ben, like I get it. But like anything, awesome gem, an awesome masjid, an area in those places that we should go to, um, it's maybe something with nature, like whatever. I totally trust you guys. You have awesome suggestions. I will see you in the next podcast. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.